Okay, so we're continuing this uh, sheer base in Tara Aleph of Darach Kaychav on the Sefer Lakuti Maran. So we're at the page of Tess. So he's continuing the, the Lakuti Maran, and then we'll get to some explanation. Ki'eshe Yisraeli, a Yisraeli, a Yid Tzarech, Tamid L'Staka, Bahas Seichel Shal Kol Dover. You always have to look at the Seichel, the, the, uh, the brilliance, the intellectual of Shal Kol Dover, of, of everything. You have to connect yourself to the, the wisdom and brilliance in every, every single thing. That should inspire you, give you some light. Through that, you'll become close to Kaddish Baruch Hu. The truth is, the Ramah brings this down many times. Through that, you will become close to Kaddish Baruch Hu through realizing there's seichel in everything. So Rav Nachman says the seichel is this our gadol, this great light. It will, it will uh, give you light in any path you take. Okay, so what does this mean? So he says, So Rav Shachter is saying that you have to look at this world with eyes of Amuna. Why? Because everything that Kaddish Baruch created, whether it's a rock, a flower, a live person, a human being, someone who speaks, he has some seichel of Kedusha. There's something there, that there's, there's some, something interesting there, on a basic level, but something even more sophisticated, that I could recognize in a rock, in the, the rushing of water, in looking at you know, animals. And through that, a person could connect to Kaddish Baruch Hu. Now he says, It's not enough to just see, and to, you, know, you gaze at it, you look at it, and you get a little excited. You have to take it and bring it into your own life of Avodah Hashem. What does this mean? Because there are times that There are times when a person gets this spark and this awakening of Chachma Dekedusha, which means that you see something like, wow, this is, this is amazing. And you feel that there's some Kedusha there. However, He doesn't tap into the Iker. It's, it's hidden from him. What's the Iker? The Iker is He doesn't contemplate that, wait, this awakening is coming from God. He doesn't think about that. He says, wow, this is amazing. And then he stops. He doesn't realize that not only is this coming from HaKadosh Baruch Hu, Hashem actually wants me to use this, this uh, awakening to get closer to Him. To do When you forget the, the significant part of inspiration, we'll call it. He's like a fool who, who, uh, who's he, he loses what they give him. That the, when the Gemara talks about a shaita, it means you give, the, you give a child something, if it, or it could be an adult. And a shaita doesn't realize there's, there's value in this. Right? Uh, the, the Gemara talks about even a katan, up until a certain age, he, uh, he doesn't know the difference between an egois and, a, and an evan, right? He he uh, he throws away the, he throws away the, the the nut and he keeps the rock. It's it's called uh, 
if he if he's if he's immature, so he doesn't see the value between a nut, the difference between a nut and a rock. So the Gemara calls that a katan or a shaita. Same thing here, that if a person is given these these moments of inspiration from Hakadosh Baruch Hu, and he doesn't capitalize on it, so then. He's a shaita hamaabid masha nois ne what a kolish brachos giving him. Alzeh kasev rabbeinu shetzarech lekasher atzmi lechachma. Person has to always connect himself to the chachma. Klemer im zechisa if you merit shehir lechachma meishem isbarach or yis ayros lehidavik meishem isbarach. If you have that moment in your day when you realize something, wow, this is amazing. Hachzik b'hem so grab onto those uksharam hetiv and connect to it in a very in, in, in a good way. Tie them up. Good. Don't allow it to fly away from you. Don't let it go, you know, instantly uh, away from you. Hold on to it. It's a chaval to lose this spiritual gift that Kaddish Rocha gave you. When he would walk, so we know there are famous stories actually brought here that when he would walk, go, go for walks, he was always connected to Kaddish Baruch And let's say he, he, he had a certain spark, or uh, he, he understood a hasaga, a new hasaga, so he would stop. He would stop in his place. He would not move. He would, he would daven to Hashem and say, I want this insight, this understanding, this awakening to stay with me forever because he didn't want to lose that moment. So he, he, he hopped the inspiration wherever he was going. He was walking in the forest, walking in the fields, and he, said, I, and he, and he, he got inspired. He said, I don't want this to leave. He would cry until he, until he internalized this yisaid. You know, he put it into into his hard drive, into the storage. He actually was able to remember it. So this is the Lukuti Maran Chelik Beis Kuf Chavdalad. So Kasher Hashem Isparach Manach Lecha Manach Lecha Haara. When Hashem, you know, gives you, He feeds you this inspiration. Asim Komasha Tucha Shetisha Haaretzlach. Do whatever you can to keep it with you. Kimimcha Hakol Miyotcha Nasanilach. It's all with these inspiration that's going to lead us in life. So Tzarach Shtitin Oisel Laman Shemay Isparach. You should. Keep it for the sake of a Kaddish Baruch to be able to use it for Avodah Hashem. So let's go a little further. Ha-chachma v'asecha shish b'chodavah. So Rav Nachman is saying there's, there's chachma and secha on everything. Kefisha is a karnu le'el, as we mentioned previously. Shish chachma v'asecha b'chodavah mamish, b'li yotzim anaklal. There is chachma and everything. No matter what it is. It could be a rock, it could be a tissue box. There's chachma and everything. B'chodavah yesh chachma v'asecha elekus. In every single thing in this world, there's there's god godly chachma. Through that, this could be a little controversial where you can see the Litvaks don't like this, but in the in, in the world of the Hasidim, there's God in everything. You might not be able to realize it right away. There's a hester upon him, we'll get to it. But if you really wanted, you'd be able to see God in a tissue box. That don't doesn't mean God is a tissue box. It just means that you could see the the uh, the covet of a kaddish baruch hu in, in everything, and the chachma and the secha. Kamoish amar akasah. We say this in davening. Marab masecha Hashem kulam v'chachma sisa malaritz kinenecha. So so everything was made with your chachma. So yeshnam barum rabim. There's so many 
creations, there's no limit. There's so many different rocks, so many different animals. Each one has a unique chachma of how it was created. And through each of these, you could, uh, you could see the godless of HaKadosh Baruch Hu. So he says, the Pasuk says, We say this in the evening right there. What does this mean? He said, We're able to, to buy you like a Kenyan in, in anything. In a rock, you could buy a Kaddish Baruch with everything. And in Yiddish, We could purchase you, or we could, you know, we could, we could, we could get you with anything. It could be with a rock, it could be with a table. So the world is full of opportunities to be for you to get that relationship. So anything that you see in this world, God created it. When you, if you, you know, if you're on the next level, you could tap into, you could try to see where the godless is of this table. Where the godliness is of this piece of paper. To be able to see that through the consistent giving of a Kaddish Baruch Hu, that's how the, the, the physical world exists. Through that, you're kind of, you, you have, make a kinyan, you, you have a relationship with a Kaddish Baruch Hu. The world is full of opportunities for us to be kind of a Kaddish Baruch Hu. So, Bechomash Adam Raya. Anything you see in life, you're supposed to look just and see a Kaddish Baruch Hu as Tmunas Hashem Yabit. This is a very high level. So if you read you know, some books of, of G'daylim, you know, uh, Rebbe's that didn't judge people. For example, take a Rabbi David Trink book or you take other, other, other books and you'll see how do they go through life not looking at people's external features, not looking at people's clothing, not looking at people's Midos, and just seeing their neshama, so they really took this to the ultimate level, where they realized that every single thing in this world is HaKadosh Baruch Hu, and this person in front of me, yes, he's wearing smelly clothing, yes, he's being obnoxious, but there's Tumunas Hashem Yabet, there's godliness in him, and that's all I'm looking at right now. I don't, I don't, like, they say one of the stories in, Rabbi, in, the, in the Rabbi Trink book, is that there was this fellow who came to him, and he he was wearing all this weird clothing, and he said, please don't, please don't you know, judge me by it. And he said, I don't even see it. I don't even see the clothing, because I'm looking at your neshama. I'm looking at Kadesh Baruch So tmunas Hashem Yabet. So kach tzarech liyos. That's the way it has to be. Kein mechoy of liyos. Again, it's a, it's a high level, but at least try. Without makeup, without anything else. Kol nivra meir al Any living being is testifying that God exists. By you being alive right now, you testify, because we say, we're going to see that, that passage brought down later. So by you being alive this moment, or your friend next to you, he is testifying that God exists in this world. So then, when I look at him, why do I have to see that he's not wearing a mask? <laughs> why do I have to see that, you know, the things that are bothering me? This is a, a testimony that God exists, so there's godliness in him. That we find in, in the creation. This for sure testifies on the Chachma of Kadesh Baruch Hu. And a person 
your obligation is to focus on that. The more we focus on it, the more we see God, you know, we'll, we'll have thousands and thousands of messages a day of God instead of once a year, in Kippur or something. If you see God in every single person, every single uh, story you read, wow, there's, God, there's godliness in here. So then you'll ultimately you'll come to Kirvas al He says, Baram, however, the Marisha Kachal Yitzhar Chliyas What? It's yeah, if you're not looking for it, you're not going to find it, right? Exactly. Right, there's a famous line from the, from, I think it's from Leibel Eger. So Leibel Eger's grandfather was a Kivager. So Leibel Eger went off the, the derech. He became Hasidish, and he went to Kotsk. See, it's a beautiful swarm. He, you know, he took a, a, a Litvish Goyen's mind who became Hasidish. So one of the stories goes that he came back to his father, Shlom Eger, and his father asked him, what did you learn in, uh, by, by Kotsk? He went there for a few years. He said, I learned that there's a god. He said, you have to go to Kotsk to learn that there's a god? He said, I also know where you could find him. He said, okay, so where could you find him? So he said, wherever you allow him in. Wherever you allow him in, you're going to find the Kaddish Baruch Hu. So that, that's where that's where Kaddish Baruch Hu is found. So similar thing to what as we're saying. If you're looking for God in places, you're going to find them. If you don't allow him into your regular life, when you're dealing with people, you don't allow God to be in that relationship, so you're not going to see God. And all you're going to see is the person, facial expressions, their disapproval, whatever it is in life. Yeah. Okay. So he says, Baram, Of course, your, your heart blocks you off. Unfortunately, we don't see godliness in everything because once we have the Eitzadas, once the Chet of Eitzadas, Toiv and Ra is all mixed up. Even in your Seichel. So, even in your Seichel. You could be seeing beautiful things. There's this uh, sword that quickly changes it into from good to bad. In your brain, in your mind. So how does it work in your in your brain? You'll have this darkness, and it will just you know you will ignore the pella. It'll be hidden from him. The He's not going to see, he's going to see, wow, Niagara Falls, he'll see something amazing, a wonderful story, beautiful, you saw, someone was able to help someone, and you're like, wow, there must be godliness in this, and instead you're like, oh, nice story, but you won't even think of Kaddish Baruch Hu. so that's the Yitzhahara. Okay, Omnam, HaTzadikim, so they cleanse themselves from from They serve with with the consistency, the simplicity. They they uh, they dull the sword of that that changes everything around. To them they see a, a different world. They see a wonderful world. And they see when they look at people, they see neshamas, they see potential. They see that Kadosh Baruch Hu leads the world in every single detail. Whether it's a rock, a flower, an animal, a person, anything that stands in front of their eyes. This is only from Kadosh Baruch Hu. There's a famous saying of the Baal Tov, it says, B'dvar Hashem Shemaim Nasu. With the word of Hashem, Shemaim was created. Shedvar Hashem, Mechaya, that the word of Hashem, Mechaya, keeps alive with Mahav, it sustains the Lohevsik, it's called Bria B'chalei Zuchorega. 
And the Bashat of Ed, in Yasser Chasashal Meabriot, Var Hashem, Lerega Kimemre, if God would stop speaking, Kabayacho, Harehi, Keloi Mamish, the world would, would not exist. There will be no kiyam, there will be no metzias at all. This is one of the famous teachings of the Baal Shem Tov. It is packed with Kabbalah and Pneumia Satara that, that the less asar panamine, there's nowhere, that there's nothing in this world with Adak of this Baruchu, but it's the Dvar Hashem that keeps everything going. Hashem is at the Mechayas Kulam. Rechaim of Elohim, maybe the Sifra Nefesh Rechaim, she says, Soid Vichola Om Royim Asakalas. By Hasinai, we saw the kolos ki kishazoychem. When a person is on a high level, yichodim lirois es hakolos. You're able to see those sounds of shel dvar Hashem that the word of Hashem is mechayim and machzikim esabria. So nefesh chayim writes, chayim v'lajan writes that if you're on a very high level, you'll be able to see, to hear that noise or see that sound of Hashem saying, "Breathe," to this person of Hashem keeping everything existing. That's what we saw about Mantara. That was Vayara Vacholam Raymas the Kailos. Which Kailos? The Kailos of that Hashem is, is running the world. At every single moment. So I just want to run through the next piece. It's really a story. So he says that sometimes you'll see that Sadiqim. They'll be able to see something that you wouldn't have seen before. <coughs> there's, there's a deeper uh, perspective. You know, this happened. You know, it happens all the time. You ask advice from from from, from, a, from a rabbi from a tzaddik, he tells you something that you wouldn't have thought. Uh, you know, what's the name? Shlomo Werdiger. He just they just had an interview with him. So he was saying how you know, and they, they prep in Agoda for they want to pass a certain thing. They want to have a certain idea, and they would go in front of the Metzik Gedolei Yisrael, and <laughs> nine out of ten times. Totally different perspective of, wait, that's not a good idea. What, are you crazy? It's going to cost us this amount. And even practical things, not just spiritual things, but even just practical things, they're totally different perspective. So I saw, I saw a vart a few weeks ago. The Pasuk says, um, we had this in Pasha Shoftim. From your right to your left. And the Gemara says, if they, if they tell you something that the Chazal tell you, something that you think is wrong, you think it's right, and they tell you left, you still have to listen to, to, to the Sanhedrin. Uh, so I saw a beautiful vart. Why does the Torah use the term yamin small, like your right and your left? Why don't you say good or bad, right or wrong? What's right or left? So, so the vart is like this: that right and left, it's not an exact science. You know, if I if I give you directions, okay, so it's on the right side of the gas station. So that's that's like how some people give directions. That didn't help, right? Because which where am I coming from? Right side of what? Right? There's, there's a, you know, if I'm looking at it from that angle, it's the right side of the gas station that way, right? So, so he says that that's Pshah and the Pasuk. That sometimes in life, the Sanhedrin or the Dvar, or the, Dvar, or the Torah is going to tell you something, and to you it looks like it's your left, and they're telling you right. But they're coming from a different perspective. So his, his point here is that through this seeing of Kaddish Baruch and everything, you'll see that Sadiqim, they're able to see things that we wouldn't be able to pick up on. So he brings a famous story. There was a Maggid in, in, in Yerushalayim. They used to speak all the time. And Rav Yosem Chaim Zanenfeld, the Tzad, would always listen to his, uh, his, 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 his speeches, his sermons. One time after Tisha B'Av, they were by the Kaisal, and this, this uh, Maggid gets up to speak, and Rav Yosem Chaim Zanenfeld booked. He left. Didn't want to stay there. And everybody was wondering, why, wouldn't he, why, why didn't he want to stay there? He always stayed there. So, and they realized later on that he didn't want it to be that anybody that gets up in front of the Kaisal is allowed to speak. Meaning, up until this point, the Kaisa wasn't for speeches. So you dive in there. So if anybody would get up to speak, they could say, nobody does speeches here. But once this fellow got up to speak, which is fine, he was great, 
tomorrow you're going to have some other guy pushing some other agenda, and he'll get up and speak, and you can't kick him out. It's, it's the Kaisal. So that was the, so he just brings a, a simple muscle like that. There's another one he brings from the, uh, from the uh, Tanzaruv, the Dibre Chaim, it's on page Chofbeis. He brings that he didn't want the, this is fascinating, he didn't want them to have uh, the, the train to, to go from Paris to Tzanz because he didn't want a train stop there. And I asked him, I don't understand. People work in Paris, they have to go there sometimes, so why can't they just travel? It'll be quicker for them, right? Bit Tyra. Instead of a five-day walking or whatever, they have to walk that way to get to the train. Why can't you have a train? Like he, he said, he would dive in that there should not be a train station in, in, um, in Tzanz. So they realized, he, I think he told them, that when a person would typically have to travel from Paris to Tzanz, so then at some point, they would have to change. They would have to get out of the clothing, stay overnight. You couldn't do it in a few hours. It took time. So on your way home from Vegas, right, on your way home from Paris, you would change your clothing and you would go back to normal as you would walk back into, back into your home. But if someone was in Paris 10 o'clock in the morning and at 2 o'clock in the afternoon he's back home, he's bringing Paris with him into his house, all that tumult to his house. It's just fascinating how he was saying how he didn't want, he wanted people to be able to, to prepare before they go home from this Makamatuma, whatever that means practically. But his point was that often we hear stories of tzaddikim, and we don't really, we don't see the, this, this wonderful insight in, into it, but they do. Why is that? Because they've been practicing this for years, of seeing the godliness and everything. So I just want to do one more piece. So it's a it's a Yidua, it's a second column in Hampage Khabez. The famous story that uh, someone came to the Bar in Mezbij. So actually skim through this. And there was there was two children, they were playing, they were playing a hide and go seek. And it's a famous story, famous Hasidic story. And the the child was crying to 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 Mezbish. He said, My friend told me to go hide, and I'm hiding. And he never came to find me. So the story goes that when, when Rabbi Baruch heard this, he cried and he said, HaKadosh Baruch Hu, that you're, you're hidden now, right? You're Behastara. And we don't, we're not, no one's finding you. No one's looking for you. You're playing hide and go seek, but we're not doing our part by, by looking for you. So let's just see the last two, last two paragraphs here. He says, Harik, darshuni Our matara of being on this world is seeking HaKadosh Baruch Hu through that. Lidzroish is HaKadosh Baruch Hu, the Chafes Acharov, V'limse Oisei B'Soi Ha'astara. As we all know the famous song, V'afilu Ba'astara, right? That's the words of Rav Nachman, that we should find HaKadosh Baruch Hu even when he's hidden. B'Soi Kodavar, Gashmi Hamasik V'yachat Shemiz Baruch. Everything that, that conceals HaKadosh Baruch Hu. And even things that, things that people will say, wow, this must be from God. Coronavirus, right? Oh, it must be from God. Yad Hashem. Are we looking for him? from this or we're just avoiding it and trying to figure out how to you know live our life without even you know facing that reality we're busy with other things we're not uh, we're, we're not playing the game of, of looking for Kaddish Baruch we're busy doing other things so he says from this little child story of Hanago Seek and my friend didn't go look for me 
Rav Baruch saw the Tzara Shechina. He, he, he summed up the whole Chorban Abayas, the whole Tishavav, just by looking at the story of the two children playing. And you have many stories of that the, the, in, the, in the world of Chassidim. Who is Taka B'Seich HaShem He looked at the Seich of this thing. He saw this lesson to be learned from the simple encounter. A person has to look and search for Kaddish Baruch in all Parts of creation, and then the scar of love, I desire to eventually become closer to a Kodesh Baruch by seeing Hashem in everything. All right, have a wonderful Shabbos.